Welcome to my neighborhood, welcome to my neighborhood, won't you be mine, could you be mine, won't you be my neighbor? No. Okay, fine. <laughs> welcome to another edition of Paraprobe. Here we are on a Saturday afternoon that's all nice and rainy and we love it. Yeah. It's, yeah. August 20th, 2010. I know it's 2022, but... <sighs> I wish it was 2010 again. I wish it was like 1992 again. 2012 was a good year, dude. Yeah, 2012 was not bad. 2012 was dope. 2012 was fun because everybody was waiting for the world to end, so yeah. everybody was on pins and needles. Yeah, and it was. It was something else, and I am not liking this microphone setup right now. Yep. I have to lean. You have to lean. Lean. Lean with it. Lean with it. <laughs> All right, so uh, I like your little spiffy laptop you got going on. You there, like buddy. that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's my tablet, and uh, I got the keyboard like hook up to it and all that. So I remember back in the day <laughs> where tablets were pills. Now it's uh, a computer. Yeah. Well, my <laughs> actual laptop, I got one of those. Uh, oh God, what's the name of that company? Uh, it's an expensive brand, but it's like a. My, but my laptop's like really big. It takes up way too much room on this desk. So it's easier to just use my tablet like a laptop so I can pull stuff up, but it's not taking up a lot of room on the desk. Yeah. That way you don't have to move the vodka or anything. Yeah. Vodka. Yes, vodka. Vodka. We got weird things going on. Yeah, we got weird things going on. Uh, I have done, oh my God, like how you always say you went down the rabbit hole. I mm-hmm. I wound up going down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I lost my place. Um, We, I... I got a couple of things, but other than that, I got nothing, dude. Like I, I got a lot, but I also got stuff that, for us to talk about in theory that can might maybe explain other things too. Yep. Uh, first and <clears> foremost, <throat> though, I do want to give a shout out to uh, Hog Batch, the coffee shop in downtown St. Pete. Um, go check out that dude. Patronize them because they are a local, uh, locally owned single batch source coffee shop. They do their roasting. They do their aging. Um, Highly recommend the uh, whiskey aged um, coffee because yeah they have whiskey they have uh, single malt scotch uh, mm-hmm. aged they have bourbon aged they have Jamaican rum aged not Jamaican rum but Jamaican rum aged they even have decaf if you don't like caffeine which what is wrong with you if you don't like caffeine I know right what's the whole point in drinking coffee if you don't like caffeine but it I makes am, no sense I'm like legit like that's shaking doing, from that's, the caffeine that's like wanting to take a nap and do cocaine it makes no sense no it doesn't yeah. and I had this coffee at uh what like eleven something mm-hmm. and I am still like buzzing off the caffeine nice fired up man fired up definitely um, for me I like to give a shout out to uh, my Rick James. To one of my favorite drinks, to Blue Chair Bay. It's the rum that's made by Kenny Chesney's people. And, uh, oh, my God, it's so good. I got all different kinds. I got, like, the banana uh, cream. I got the key lime pie. Banana I got the regular cream. spice rum. Hmm? You like the banana cream? <laughs> yes. It's nice and frothy. <laughs> and uh, But, oh, my God, yeah. It's, the, the bad thing about the key lime one, though, yeah, and they also like you know liked a bunch of my stuff I posted on uh, on Instagram. So thank you to their people too from social media. 
But uh, the thing I love about <laughs> that rum with the key lime pie one is it is so good. But the negative side is, you know, like, okay, if you go out drinking and you start drinking, like, straight alcohol, like, you know, straight bourbon, mm -hmm. uh, if you're drinking, like, straight tequila shots, you know, you get that little reminder from the taste and everything that, hey, this is alcohol maintained. Don't get crazy. You know, take moderate it, right? The key lime one tastes so good that you just wind up slugging it down. And then you stand up and you find out gravity works. <laughs> gravity is a thing. Yeah. You, you, it's like one of those you're like, you know, oh, my God, this is so good. I'm going to make me another. Oh, this is so good. I'm going to make me another. Oh, my God, this is so good. I'm going to make me another. Oh, my God, I'm going to make me another. You're done. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're you're hammered. And right. I love it. So speaking of gravity, mm -hmm. there was an explosion on Jupiter um, about the size. What was it? I think it was like a... Three, uh, two megatons of TNT. The fireball was 8,000 degrees Celsius. Um, it was hit by a comet. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, I remember you sent me the article, but I didn't – honestly, I didn't read through the whole thing. No, I sent it to you because I wanted to remember it and keep it because if I try to keep it up, it disappears. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's too easy. Never mind. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no. That, That's I, what happens I to that, lack of caffeine. Yeah, right. <laughs> I uh, I totally like tripped out on it because like you see like the spot on Jupiter and this thing flashes like you know kaboom. Yeah, it actually they said the flash was like brighter than the sun when it actually happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's insane. That's crazy. So our topic of discussion for today is alternate realities and possibly of them crossing over to each other. Transdimensional humanity. Yeah, because we got some pretty weird stories here that have been in the news. Um, remember the one I told you, a brief one about the, the lady that woke up to a whole different life, right? Yes. I actually had that article. Oh, really? So I can give you the full detail can of it. Can we start it's, with that? Uh, I'll have to go back to it and grab it. If you want to jump on your stuff first. I mean, not really. Mine's like really short and sweet because it's the, uh, like it's dealing with like native tribes, like native African, native American, native. Okay, well, I'll tell you what, just give me two seconds here, keep on rambling, and I'll have it pulled up in a second. Okay, well, in other news, um, they're trying to bring back the uh, Tasmanian tiger. Um, the de <laughs> That's something else we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, scientists are planning the multi-million dollar resurrection of the Tasmanian tire. tiger. So we are literally like one step short of Jurassic Park. Did you see the article I sent you where they found? Yeah, they found the dinosaur in Argentina. I had to show that to my kiddo because uh, yeah, obsessed. a real dinosaur that they thought was extinct down in Argentina. That's that's they just didn't crazy. find a real dinosaur. They found that was a CGI thing, dude. What are you doing? No, it was real. It was not real. It was fake. It was real. No, I'm gonna like, believe it was real. A team of paleontologists has discovered the remains of a previously unknown dinosaur species. Okay, whatever. It was basically like an ankylosaur on two legs. If you know what an ankylosaur is and a dinosaur nut like me, yeah. It's big old armored tank on two legs. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> jumping into our first story here. All right, so uh, this woman, Lorena Garcia, woke up one morning. Now, this made like national headline news, too, of her story and what happened to her. So Lorena Garcia woke up one morning and noticed minor differences. Her sheets were unfamiliar, and the pajamas that she was wearing were different from the ones she had gone to sleep in. Her day got weirder when she went to work and discovered that her office was no longer hers. And she worked in the same building, but in a different department. 
under a boss she had never met. Bamboozled, she returned home only to find the ex her ex-boyfriend was there, only he wasn't her ex, he was now her current boyfriend. Her new lover, whom she had been dating for months, was nowhere to be found, and Lorena believes that she woke here, but she's from a parallel universe where the differences are as small as her bedspread and as significant as her love life. And this is a, this woman has like actually taken a polygraph test and passed it, took three of them, passed all three. Wow, that's insane. <clears throat> yeah. So what they're thinking is either her short-term memory loss has really just left her and took a walk, you know, that she could possibly have an, an issue, which they've been doing all these medical tests on her, and they still haven't found anything to cause this yet. The other thing being is it could be psychological, and she's truly believing 100% her story in her head because in her head it's real, all right? The third being there might be something to it that maybe it happened. I mean this, of course, leads into the Mandela effect where, like, Something may or may not have happened, like um, Nelson, Nelson Mandela, Mandela prime example. and uh, what is that, Shazam or something with uh, um, Shaquille O'Neal, you know, that whole thing. Yep. So, I mean, there, there's there been several possibilities because I remember seeing commercials for it. Yeah, Berenstain Bears to Berenstain Bears. It, I remember seeing it on the news where um, Mr. Mandela was murdered. In jail. In jail. Yeah. See, that's what I remember. That's what I remember. Yeah. So, I mean, it is plausible and possible, and it might be why, like, a lot of people in the world, there may have been, like, a weird dimensional shift where, like, half the world's population shifted out of phase and went into a different dimension or parallel thing. That's it right 2012. there. 2012. Okay. We were just talking about 2012. Yep. It could have been literally the end of the Mayan calendar, and that's why it ended. The previous Earth, the people from, like, 2012, like me, like, didn't die. We survived somehow. Yeah. We, we shifted into another reality, and that's okay. why everything is this, wicked this, weird. I am so glad you brought this up. This is awesome. It's going to be a great show today. All right, so. No, it's not. <laughs> talking. No, 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 no. It really is. So, all right, so when you listen to Michio Kaku, all right? One of my favorite theoretical physicists, mm -hmm. um, even Stephen Hawking, you know, all of them have said that there's different layers of what people believe could be a multiverse. Okay. Everything from we're living in sync with all these other multi universes where it's all in the same area, same, you know, secluded area, mm -hmm. but we're on different frequencies. So that's why we don't mesh. That's why we can't see each other. We can't touch each other. You know, we theoretically don't exist to each other. All right. <clears throat> but with that being said, what if every once in a while, because we have things that happen in science that happen all the time, you know, lightning striking weird objects that normally should never hit, you know, stuff like that. What if there all of a sudden was maybe a slight rip? And what is so funny, the Mandela effect and all this stuff has really gotten much stronger and poignant and happening more often to people <clears throat> ever since CERN started. That is true. So what if every once in a while, maybe like when you have that Mandela effect of a memory that, that other people find different from you, is maybe you or them, one or the other, shifted into the alternate reality. So I'll give you an example. You remember him getting in, murdered in jail. I remember him getting murdered in jail. 
But yet, of course, you look at the history books now and all that. He never died. He got out of jail, or you know, he finally got released after 27 years. Got after got out of jail and actually wound up becoming the president. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They made a movie about it. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's where all this became confusing for everybody. Yeah. Because like, wait, he's still alive? Yeah. People were like, oh, were they saying what would have happened if he would have lived? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So what if, when that happened, that we face some of us maybe maybe we are the original people of the original history line that was running and that's why we remember it differently or vice versa we could have came from the alternate universe to this universe yeah and don't even know it and so to make that happen because i i've been re-watching stargate a lot lately or stargate sg1 um mm-hmm. because it's my shit isn't it but um it there was an episode where Someone from – or the the group, the same characters from mm-hmm. the other realities, some of them came to the main storyline reality, yeah. for lack of a better way of putting it. But there was two characters that were there that were both alive, and one of them from the other reality started shifting out of phase because there was two of them there mm-hmm. and started like having like these weird like multiphasic whatever attacks, parallel mm-hmm. universe attack. Like yeah. a heart attack, except your face falls off. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it could be like that. So there had to have been some cataclysmic thing to happen in the current timeline and current reality where you're in right now Yeah. to make it so we're not duplicated. Like when you go back in time and time travel, you don't want to meet yourself because then you like – Weird things happen. You could totally disrupt the timeline and wind up even not existing, period. Yeah, exactly. Well, like they were saying, like, you know, every decision you've ever thought that you did opposite of. You're going down the road and you made a left instead of when you're thinking maybe I should make a right, but no, I'll go left. And you made a left. That in an alternate reality, you made the right. Mm -hmm. So so this is what I'm getting to with this. That's every single decision you've ever made. In an alternate reality... There is a timeline somewhere on another Earth where that the choices you made, the different choices you made, is the ones you made. Yep. Okay. Now, with that being said, they also said there could be alternate realities where German won. You know, Germany won uh, the Nazis. They made a show you about know. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, there was ones where they it never even happened. There, the war never even happened. Adolf Hitler never came in to be. All right. Somebody shot him in World War One. Yeah. Uh, and so on and so forth. Like every single decision, everything has happened in some universe is totally opposite of what has happened currently now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, how some people have these like just deep, innate fears of something, but they don't know why. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because in the alternate reality, that's how they died. Because in the other alternate realities, they said they said theoretically is possible. There is something you chose to do that you shouldn't have done that you died. Hmm. Yeah. There's yeah. some there's some realities where you were never even born. Yeah. Well, that's probably why I will never jump out of an airplane, even though I've been considering it lately. If you're doing it, we're doing it. I'll do it. Yeah. You. Well, no. I love you, it. It'll be you, my wife. Like, it it'll be a group of us doing it because like. Don't first take your wife. Yeah, she wants to do it again too. Well, let her do it separate from you. That no. way, if one of you dies, somebody's still here for jacks. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Stephanie, you want a kid, and there you go. No. <laughs> you might inherit one. I guess we're getting one. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jack's cool. I'm okay with that. That is so morbid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, man. <laughs> I, I'm on a whole different level right now. <laughs> oh, big time. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's forget the killing you guys off and me taking no. your adorable kid. He yeah. was extreme. Jax is so adorable, dude. Oh, man. And he's so... 
and he's he'd fit right in with he fits right in with us because oh, he's all he's nature boy. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we we need. He is definitely his father's son, to say the least. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, that's obvious. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So, anyway, so getting away from getting away from <laughs> right, killing here, you guys that's, off. That's a bell for us being that's off a, topic. Yeah, that's getting off topic. <laughs> All right, so um, anyway, so like with my, you know I love sharks. You know my all-time favorite movie is Jaws. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why I'm saying this before you hit the bell. But my (laughs) all-time biggest fear is being shark attacked. I've had nightmares about it and everything. But but you know me. I'll jump in the water even in the middle of the night and don't care and go swimming. Oh, yeah. But it's always in the back of my mind, Mm -hmm. always. It's my all-time biggest fear. So maybe in an alternate reality, that nightmare I had of being attacked by a shark actually maybe happened. Possibly. I mean, so I, I lucid dream. We've talked about this. Yeah. And that was another thing that I stumbled upon, that lucid dreaming may be you taking control of an alternate universe. True. Because yep. dreaming, blah, blah, blah. We'll, we'll get into that when we get into more of the Native American uh, things. But, uh, yeah, no, I lucid dream, and there's – I do it when I'm, like, having a nightmare or I don't like the dream that I'm having, and I, like, take control of it because mm-hmm. – no, I'm in control. A little bit of a control freak. Yeah, um, but, yeah little. <laughs> that's well, another no, statement. No, I, I, I just don't like the feeling of waking up like freaked out and shortness of breath, or yeah. like just like completely freaked out of something that didn't even happen. Yeah, and that's kind of where like your experience in an alternate dimension, and you're living in somebody else's body, mm-hmm. but it's your body, and that's when. A lot of people are theorizing that when you dream, you're going into an altered dimension. And it's weird because if you think about it, think about that moment when you start to come around to wake up. Do you or do you not feel like you're being pulled? Kind of, yeah. And I get the same – I feel that same experience. And, and, and you you almost feel like you're splitting in two. Like yeah. you're literally – like when a cell splits in two, that's kind of what it, it visualizes and feels like. You You almost see like your spirit being torn away or something. I died on a subway train. In a nightmare, and Oof. I've never been on a subway in my life. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've been on like you know, trains much. and stuff like that. You're I've just never been much. on an underground subway. Yeah, you're not missing anything. Yeah, it's, I. It's but, atrocious. But yeah, I I had a nightmare where it was going way too fast and lost control, and it started coming off the tracks. That's so sketchy. I was watching everybody fly, <laughs> like getting thrown around and busted up, and. And then I saw the everything coming at a high rate of speed. I was getting ready to impact and be done, and I woke up. Yeah, see. And it was so vivid, like it, I was really there. Like I literally woke up, like sitting dead up and screaming. And that's why, like, I don't know if it actually happens because I've literally died in a dream before. Mm-hmm. Like you know how you're not supposed to wake up if you die in a dream. I've died in dreams. It's it, that's a myth. The, now they say that the <clears throat> the possibility yes could happen. Yeah. If you were like in in bad shape, bad heart, stuff like that. If you had a very very just extreme nightmare, yes, you could potentially wind up giving yourself a heart attack in your sleep and dying. But the chances of it happening are like one in a million because the fact that your body it releases a drug that actually keeps your body from moving when you're sleeping. That way you're not reacting to your dreams and you're not jumping up and running around and stuff in your sleep, you know. Oh, so that explains that. Yeah, there's uh, an actual drug. It, it, it's almost equivalent to the drug like a uh, pufferfish release. Oh. Yeah, that your brain releases it to your body to make everything just go bleh and not move. It's for its own protection. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, my body wasn't releasing that at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've definitely taken a swing at a couple of people. Oh, it's <laughs> happened to me too. Yeah. I actually had a dream. I was being buried in a coffin standing straight up. The oh, coffin was st- straight up, right? Yeah. 
So the coffin got lowered in the ground, and in my dream, I was punching the top part of the coffin. Not not the lid part, but the above my head part. You were fist pumping. And, dude, I woke up, and I had cracked my bed frame. <clears throat> oh, wow. I hit the headboard so hard, I actually cracked the bed frame. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, you were trying to get out. Yeah. I mean, that parallel universe, though, I mean, that could have been how you went. Yeah, could have been. Somebody was, it was a murder. It was people who put me in it that was murdering me. So do you have claustrophobia? No. It's no. crazy. I have zero claustrophobia. Mm-hmm. I could climb underneath cars. Underneath. Well, I've seen you in a bilge. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd see me down in bilges and stuff. I have zero claustrophobia. Tight spaces and stuff don't bother me. I prefer tight spaces. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad we have that bell. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like claustrophobia doesn't bother me. Uh, heights don't bother me at all. Um, I I really don't have any fears of anything except for two things. I hate spiders, but it's not really a fear. It's just I I hate them because mm-hmm. I got bit by one when I was a kid <laughs> on my back, and ever since then I hate them. Um, and being shark attacked. That, my only two fears but it's weird about the shark thing because you know how i am i could go out in the open water in the middle of the night and jump off a boat and not yeah you don't care yeah i just i don't know what it is man but it's always in the back of my mind though well i mean without getting too far off topic you are in their world their dimension because i mean it's basically like space yeah anyways back on topic all right so Here's the next one. Now, this one's crazy. I've actually heard about this one, too. This is pretty weird. All right, so this is a guy who showed up at Tokyo International Airport with a passport from a country that doesn't exist. The country is called uh, Torrid, T-A-U-R-E-D. So, allegedly, this man told Customs he was in Japan for business and had legitimate visa stamps, currency from multiple European countries, checks from an unknown bank, and a driver's license issued in Torred. He was sent to a hotel while things were sorted out, uh, while two immigration officers stood outside of his hotel uh, hotel door. But when they went to check on him in the morning, he had vanished. This is from 15 stories up, above a busy street, so escaping through a window was unlikely, if not impossible. The Tokyo Metropolitan Police Department searched but never located the man from Torred. And that is another true story that really happened. That's so crazy. I mean, they're. But to get more in detail about this story, because what I've read you is like the the, yeah, the abridged version. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they actually was looking through his passport. That like everything that they were finding looked straight up legitimate. Now, granted, we all know people can forge passports yeah, and documents but stuff like that. Why would you do that? Yeah, but it looked aged and had been used and everything else like. This this is really weird because a lot of the stuff that he was saying, with the exception of the made-up place he was from, was making perfect sense. And that's why they were really digging into it. And especially they dug into it after the guy disappeared. Here. That's crazy. No, i got to look that up now. i got to look at Torrid. Yeah. Because, I mean, it could could it be another planet or what? I mean, well, see, another thing is too. There, there is a big theory with uh, a lot of theoretical physicists over years, and it's actually spun from Einstein. That basically, when he was working with, um, oh God, I'm trying to think of the name of the scientist. They named the bridge after him. Uh, not, not like a physical bridge, but the bridge in between realities. Um, Oh my God, I'm brain farting on it. They even talked about it in like the Marvel, uh, the Marvel universe, the the bridge named after the scientist. Oh, um, 
Oh my god, why am I brain farting on this? Anyways, I'm sure people listening know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Alright, so, he said that in theory, if they were able to pinpoint high points of energy into one exact location, anywhere, and... (laughs) (laughs) The mic literally just dropped. That was crazy. (laughs) Somebody's somebody's listening in our conversation going, stop talking! Drop the mic. They're giving away the secrets. Um... That he said that if you pinpoint this, uh, like at three to four facets of energy straight into one pinpoint location, that basically if there's enough energy pushed, you could actually rip open a hole in the fabric of space and time. And many, many physicists after that, when Einstein came up with this theory, has looked at this and said, it might be possible. Oh, yeah. That's definitely possible. I mean, so I... We've talked about interdimensional Bigfoot. Yep. We've talked about the potentiality that angels and demons and God could be on another dimension, on another plane. Yep. And I really feel like I'm on stage holding this microphone right now. This is ridiculous. Won't you look it back up? Nope. Okay. I don't want it to fall again. Oh, gotcha. Break it, break it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um, there is a potentiality, and I forgot totally where I was going with that. But it, it, it exists there. And Rosenberg. Rosenberg Bridge. There we go. There we go. There, Rosen, a, Rosenbridge. It's Rosenberg. Rosenbridge. It's now Rosenbridge. I don't care. Okay, whatever. Bite me, sue me. I don't care. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it. There's a distinct possibility with that, and for ghost hunters and stuff, like you and I. Yeah. Um, we, we see, or have seen, you know, apparitions and weird stuff and yeah. unexplained anomalies where like things are interacting with our reality that may or may not actually be there. Yeah. And that is another theory where, like, ghosts may not be ghosts. They may actually be people, which we've talked about it before. It could be possibly people from a different time and literally a timeline that we just happen to be just seeing through that barrier for a moment and seeing them. Yeah. Now, I did find a fact check on your uh, Torrid guy, uh-huh. and this is why I hate fact checkers because they're all FOS. Uh-huh. That's That's an acronym, people. Yes. FOS, yeah. capital F, capital O, S. You can figure it out, I'm sure. <laughs> what was claimed, and this is full fact, what was claimed? Experts said a man who vanished after arriving in Tokyo Airport with a passport issued by the country of Torrid was from Parallel Universe. Mm-hmm. Their verdict, while it's – and listen to the wording carefully of this because this drives me crazy. Exactly. While it seems there was a real case involving a man who arrived in Japan with a fake passport, quote-unquote fake – he did not vanish, quote-unquote, and reports at the time did not say he was from Parallel Universe. So. And that's all they put in that article. That's it. Yeah. That's all they wrote. They, but if you go back and actually do the actual, like, research yeah. into the case, it goes all the way back to, like, coming from, like, articles written in Japan from their law enforcement saying, no, this is what happened. So whoever fact, and I'm doing air quotes, fact check this, they're wrong. Well, see, they said... uh, They probably looked up the wrong story (laughs) is what happened. No. What happened is they... See, what happened was... The framing was wrong Mm -hmm. because it said, and reports at the time did not say he was from Parallel Universe. 
the theory wasn't even as widespread back in the freaking 50s, people. Exactly. And that is the theory because Torred and everything else he said was legit and on the level. Exactly. And it even says in the blasted article here, where does the story come from? And blah, 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 blah. And it literally says that like everything else lines up yes, with it. Yes, because of the timeline back then, like you said, there was no publicly the thought of a parallel universe, so they didn't use that term. Yeah. The guy just said, I'm from Torred. 1954. Yeah. Here. See, that's what I'm saying. The the person who fact-checked this, once again, is an idiot and really doesn't know what they're talking about. They're, You know what they are? They're one of those people that is so dead on about, well, the wording of this fact is this and that and the other. No. You, mm, God, I wish we were uncensored. Um, <laughs> what you fail to realize is those commonalities of words being used back then, pillow universe and such like that, was not used back then in 1954. No, it was literally conceived in 1954 at Princeton University. Uh, doctoral applicant Hugh Everett III proposed that parallel universes coexist with and diverge with from our own. No, what I'm saying is when this person wrote their, you know, the fact checking, mm -hmm. that they, they weren't familiar with all of that stuff. No, that them, that that, that person themselves. What and. I'm, I'm doing it, but we're staying on this topic real quick because yeah. I, I need to – we need to get this out in the open. Yeah. Who puts these fact-checkers fact checkers in charge of things who doesn't do, like, all the research? It's like me being a fact-checker. You, Everybody knows. It's very well known that I don't do all the daggum research. Dude, it's like Wikipedia. <clears throat> Wikipedia, everybody knows, is so not real. Yeah. There, there is some substantiated truth to some of the things posted on Wikipedia and all that. But that has changed since they made it an open forum where everybody can go in and change things, add things, take away, well, blah, blah, blah. But the whole thing with Wikipedia, and they can get sued for this, and every time I ring the bell, take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wikipedia takes what people, other people write yep. and puts it on their byline, which has two ramifications. One, there are court cases currently pending mm -hmm. to where people are trying to sue um, Wikipedia for defamation yeah. because it's by Wikipedia, even though it's by somebody else, and that's how they try to get around the legal hurdles yep. of it. There are lawsuits right now <clears throat> pitting against fact-checkers from Facebook mm -hmm. that they were saying, well, no, no, actually, this was looked into, and you are wrong. Your fact-checker was wrong. Yeah, Here's and the actual fact. There's so many legal cases over this. Mm -hmm. like, but they're not going to talk I'm, about I'm, that publicly. I'm not even talking about like the – Weird fact-checking and the framing of the fact-check that makes it sound true when it's not. Yeah. I'm talking about Wikipedia itself because the inaccuracies that are written by other people, like um, there was a, uh, a newscaster who supposedly, um, and according to Wikipedia, mm -hmm. built a, um, a blimp, whatever it's called, a Zeppelin. Okay. A Zeppelin that was like Trump-oriented or something like that. I don't know. And he didn't do it. Yeah. So then he did it after they took it down to see if they would put it up because he now legitimized it, mm -hmm. and they have not put it back up, and they say it's <laughs> fake news even though it's him himself putting it Putting it up there. <laughs> so like Wikipedia awesome. is so twisted up that yeah. like you can't even – you can't even – I don't even think you can use it as a, um, a source in like college or um, in educational papers or anything. There has been time that fact checkers have came out and corrected people on their Facebook postings and said, this is not true, this is not fact, you know, yada, 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 right? Then the Freedom of Information Act 
releases stuff and they're like, my bad. They were wrong. Yeah. They, 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 a fact checker straight up lied. But, and here's the worst part about it. Real quick, before you go any further. Go ahead. The stuff that they were trying to claim that was not factual, the person was putting out, the reason why they were unaware of it because they weren't military or had the clearance to see the actual proof of what was done. Well, I mean, they so, went on an assumption, so that cannot that, be a fact. That checker. is an honest mistake to an extent. It's an honest mistake to an extent, and I, I know, I know, it, I know it rubs you the wrong way. It rubs me the wrong no, way. No, because too. they stated opposite of what actually happened. Yeah, that is that's just lying. That's just fabricating. Yeah, but if they were unaware of it and didn't know it existed, and uh, it may have been the official story at the time, and I, I no, it wasn't. It wasn't. No. Wow, they they just didn't even try. Exactly. That's exactly what you put in that fact check. Then is there is currently, currently, and how you frame it, there is currently no evidence out there or declassified to substantiate this claim. Snopes is now Ah. shot to pieces. Nobody uses Snopes anymore because they have found out time and time and time and time and time again when they fact check something, either they straight up lied. Mm-hmm. about what they were writing because it didn't fit the agenda of their narrative or they were just completely just wrong, just 100% wrong. They had no clue. That's why nobody uses Snopes anymore because they were worse than the people that they were claiming was putting out false stories. Oh, yeah. All right. Anyways, we're okay, moving on. Three shots. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so back on topic, um, mine, like the one that I now remember because mine went blank. The Kalahari Bush people – oh, I have the other one too. But the Kalahari Bush people and the other ones, basically Native American tribes and also also the uh, aboriginal people in mm-hmm. um, Australia all have similar stories where they either take a drug or they do some deep meditation or they do a dance and they kind of phase dimensions a little bit or start to see – Spirit people. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, there's a show. It should still be on Netflix. Um, I forgot the name of it, but it's really good. Um, Cleverman. Cleverman. You definitely need to check it out. It's super cool, and it's one of those where they see into other dimensions, and they're given supernatural powers. In the case of the Kalahari Bush people, they uh, can literally hold hot coals and fire and not be burned by it. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> The Native American tribes, the skinwalkers, yep. they could walk around as animals or see through the eyes of animals around them, crows, wolves, whatever. Um, Aboriginal people, they see their ancestors. They have the powers of their ancestors or the knowledge of their ancestors without ever being able to speak to them. Mm-hmm. And even with their uh, – what is it? Their uh, – Herbal – no, herbal. <laughs> Oral history. There we go. <laughs> herbal history. <clears throat> there might have been a little herbal involved, but <laughs> – yeah, so, yeah, maybe maybe I should start uh, having herbal remedies in my life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time I was told that. <laughs> you need to smoke pot. <laughs> you are too wound up. Um, no, uh, but the oral histories, even that passed down from generation to generation, has a lot of – anecdotal evidence mm-hmm. of them doing these trances and interacting with either their ancestors from a different dimension or just the uh, inner workings of the universe, as it were. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of where the uh, theories of God, angels, and demons being on a different plane, a different different dimension, different plane of existence that yeah. we are 
and some people can interact with them and some people cannot come from. It would totally make sense. I mean, thinking about this, if all these universes exist, that means it's infinite. It just goes on and on and on and on and on. Hence why, let's just say, for argument's sake, that you do have a soul. So when you die, that energy comes out. Are you saying I don't have a soul right no, now? No, 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 no. I'm just making a pointed listing audience for, who may not believe. All right. For argument's sake, for argument's Jesse sake, does not have a soul. For argument's sake, he's <laughs> going to hell. Um, so for argument's sake, when your soul gets released, that's why it can go on infinitely. This universe is going to die out eventually within a couple of billion years. I mean, either either we're going to have a mass cataclysmic, you know, catac- you know uh, event. Event that's going to happen from like either our universe crossing with an or your galaxy really our galaxy crossing with another galaxy, or our sun's going to burn out. And we're just going to freeze to death. It, it, that's one of the two main God, possibilities. That's the worst of what's way to go. I'd rather just go out in a blaze of glory but rather it's than be freeze to death. Billions of years down the road. I mean, far after long after we're gone from here. Maybe. So, anyways, when we're talking about ways of humanity being able to survive and go on that we would have to achieve space travel to get out of this galaxy to another one where we could survive. What if we cross into another universe <laughs> where the sun is not burning out, where that event is not happening? Well, could that be the potential cataclysmic event that happened in 2012 that made we us... We were just unaware of. Yeah. And it was one of those government, quote-unquote, conspiracies where they saved the what planet if, and we didn't know it. What if in 2012... <laughs> That, unbeknownst to us at the time, a meteorite hit the Earth, destroyed us, killed us, mm-hmm. and there was a reset. Now, we're going on from that moment on, from when it happened, but without memory of it happening. We're all actually dead right now. Is it all a great reset? It could be. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I mean, there's potentiality in that. I, I like to take the more heroic and... Uh, optimistic approach that you know you a, would. A, small, a small group of people actually you know saved at least half the human population and phased us into a different reality to save as many people as they could before and it's a possibility because maybe there might be people that we lost in that you know transition of time that they don't want us harboring those memories and 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 everything that happened because honestly it would destroy anybody you know, you knew that you died, that the earth blew up and like all these people died and everything else and maybe people loved ones and whatever. So they don't want you having that memory so you can potentially go on. Man, if we were really that advanced right now. Dude, it sounds like we're really that high. <laughs> but anyways. Well, speaking of high, okay, there's another part of the rabbit hole that I went down, which was these – uh. You've heard of microdosing now, like microdosing yeah. psychedelics, which yep. um, it's helps good for like PTSD, all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, and it, it's helping people function a little better sometimes. Yep. Um, there's a lot of very high functioning individuals, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people with Asperger's actually, yeah. that uh, microdose like DMT or psychedelics and stuff, and that seems to function better. But there's a lot of theory between like uh, DMT, mushrooms, LSD, all that. That when you're hallucinating, you're actually seeing more of that other plane of existence. Whoa, what <clears throat> if schizophrenics? I've said the same thing. Do it. What if schizophrenics are seeing the alternate reality? 
the other dimension around mm-hmm. us. There's something in their brain, chemical-wise, whatever case may be, in their, in their genetic makeup that allows them to see the other side, hear the voices from the other side. And also, how about this? What if because of one of the theories out there that we're experiencing on the same plane at the same time, all these you know multiverses, but because we're phasing and shifting at a different rate, it's why we can't see or touch or feel each other, right? Mm-hmm. What if those people, the schizophrenics out there with multiple personalities, is because of all the personalities that they're existing in other dimensions is in their head. They are actually making contact with each other at that time. That is a strong potentiality. Um, there is a slight difference between like schizophrenia and uh, multiple personality disorder. Yeah. Um, there's slight differences there. To, not to like. No, no, no. You're right. I'm, I'm just saying. I, but just yeah. for the record. But um, multiple personalities. I can see that happening too because you have you know like there was a uh, one uh court ca- or one case that I remember studying when I was in college and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one. Dude had like four or five personalities. One was like his main one was like Moon Knight was like this nice, quiet, very gentle, very kind-hearted person that mm-hmm. like was uh, very kind, caring, and all that. Then he had the absolute serial killer that just wanted to destroy everything, which is mm-hmm. why he got arrested. And then he had even a female personality of yeah. himself. It was his name. Because in alternate reality, you could be female. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I've had this conversation with actually a family member of mine about you know schizophrenics, not being schizophrenic, but being able to either see you know ghosts the other side, being almost a psychic medium. Yeah. Almost because uh, this particular family member has always had a history, and this is where part of my interest in the paranormal comes from because, like, I've seen some things. I've seen some stuff, you know, yeah. not as well as this particular family member, but they, they, I, they've literally had a conversation with somebody that was dead for two years mm-hmm. in the hardware store, flat out had a conversation with them. Yeah. Like, they're living still, asked about their son, and everything that individual was saying was – Current events was really current because when she talked to other people about it, be like, "Hey, I talked to so and so. They've been dead for a while. Well, they were telling me about you know their son. They just got married. Blah blah blah. You know, everything about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, the person has been dead for like two years. Yeah. So I I hundred percent am on board with schizophrenics aren't actually crazy. They're actually interacting with another plane of existence. Yeah, because okay, here's what's funny too. All right. Do you know when you take a psyche valve test, and I know you've taken them before too, that they'll ask you questions like, do you hear voices from the TV set even when it's off? You know, stuff like that. Um, do you believe that there are people, you know, that Jesus has talked to you? Do you believe that the, uh, do you ever hear voices that you know are coming from nowhere? There's nobody around you. There's, there's actual questions like this. Yeah. Actually on psychological <clears throat> tests. Do you know why? Why? There are some forms of schizophrenia. They can't lie. That if they hear that they are hearing voices coming from the TV even when it's off, they'll write, "Yes, I do." <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. No, uh, it. If I do my absolute best not to lie on a regular basis, I even have like a moral issue with like little white lies. Yeah. Um, it, like even at work, it drives me crazy because like. I hate str- I feel so guilty about just even stretching the truth sometimes. 
I don't want to say that I lie, but there's times that I omit things. Then I'm like, no, because if I give my honest answer, they're just gonna freak. Yeah, I take a diplomatic approach when it comes to that. Yeah, like yeah. I, I will, I will. I've gotten so good at it. Thank you. Um, but yeah. like, it it's one of those things where like I'll allude to like the more um, explicit version of what I want to say. Yeah. In a very polite way, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I turn it yeah. into a joke. Which I've there are times and you know me that I've I've had people around me go, Well, that's just chance. I hear that often. <laughs> that's yep. just chance. Because I have a tendency, which you know, to say what is on my mind. Regardless of the outcome. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll <laughs> cut it at that. No, don't cut it at that. <laughs> just keep going, but, but, but drink. The the problem being is that I try so hard not to do that, yeah. but I can't fight it. <laughs> I've seen it happen. You see me sitting with my face turning red, and I'm like, I can't do this any not longer. Even, like, not even like face turning red or anything. You just you get to the point, and you if you know Chance, and you see him on a regular basis, and you know him well enough – you see the wheels turning and see him just holding back and kind of rolling his eyes and just like trying to talk himself down. And then all of a sudden it changes. Well, look here, buddy. Like, yeah. like, and, <laughs> and <laughs> the whole time it's a little voice in the back of my head going, do it. You know, you want to. Yeah. Just tell him. Yep. Let it go. And that is the demon do from it. another dimension yeah. talking to you and trying to talk you into. I'm going to stop. And it's like, no. <laughs> Anyways, continue yeah. on, buddy. All right, so some of the things we got here. We have four girls took a wrong turn and found themselves driving in an entirely different unknown environment. Really? Um, there's actually many cases of this where people have driven through towns that didn't exist. Huh? Oh, yeah. There's many stories out there. There's too many for me to pull up where people have been driving, looking for, like, you know, just I'm using for a random thing, going from, like, say, uh, Bradenton in Florida to, like, Jacksonville. And they're like, oh, yeah, on our way here, we stopped off in this little town, and we had lunch at this diner, and blah, blah, blah. I met the people, really friendly people there, blah, blah, blah. Oh, what was the name of the town? They tell them the name, and they're like, that I've never heard of it. And then they start researching and try to find the town again to go back can't find it it's on no maps no gps for it no nothing and then they wind up driving what they think is the route that they took to get there town's gone that's crazy and these people spent like a full day so with this one uh the lady's been driving on black asphalt in the desert but after taking a wrong turn they said they found themselves driving on white cement surrounded by grain field and a lake they spotted a building with large neon sign making up illegible random squiggles as they pulled up uh, pulled in for assistance a large group of tall men poured out of the front door seeming shocked and upset waving their arms at the girls then the girls realized that these tall men didn't even appear to be human so they freaked out and drove off while the girls were driving away they noticed four peculiar egg-shaped automobiles mounted on tricycle style wheels were following them they sped ahead um, until the mysterious vehicles were out of sight, and when they reached the canyon and drove all the way back through it, they somehow returned to the desert they were originally in. Glad to be back, but unable to figure out the mysterious place they had just gone or how they arrived there. And there's many cases like this. There's some where it's like, 
less ominous than this. It's like just a friendly little southern town that they pulled into. Mm-hmm. Went into the diner, you know, grabbed the meal. There's one that they think was a breach in time because they described going into a diner. Everybody was dressed in clothing, and a lot of automobiles they noticed in town were like from the 50s and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? And so they said people were kind of looking at them crazy. Yeah, and and the people were looking at them like they were strangers, but they were nice to them, yeah. you know, while they're there. And so they wound up having like you know a burger and stuff like that. They they paid for the meal, and the woman was looking at their money kind of weird, but didn't say nothing. And then they walked out and they left. And then of course they try to go back to this town later on. Town's not there. They can't find it, right? So as they're talking about it, kind of find out there was a town there. At one time, that got wiped out by a flood. What? Yeah, in like the 1960s. Crazy. You know, that would be one hell of a prank to do to somebody, though. Like, or do to a bunch of people. Like, literally, find like oh, Highway yeah. 1. Highway mm-hmm. 1, some random spot on Highway 1. Put up a town where there's nothing but like wilderness, like a fake town. Yeah. And like, set it up and like, have everybody dressed exactly the same. Yeah. And like men in black style, like literally men in black style. <laughs> there was a, I got to find this story. So I, I'm probably going to be off on the facts of like the actual airport for that much. But the rest of the story is, is true. Okay. There was a pilot. This happened just a few years ago that was flying, ran into a bad storm, bad lightning bouncing all around him, everything else. He saw this bright flash and he thought lightning hit his plane. Mm-hmm. So he's calling it and we'll just say it was Chicago airport. I forgot which airport it was. Said, I'm coming in for emergency landing. You know, I think lighting may have struck my plane, blah, 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 right? Nobody's answering back. So he's thinking, well, great, blow up my radio. So he starts coming down from out of the clouds of the storm and all that, you know, trying to get, because before he tried to fly above it. So now he's going through it, comes below it, trying to get to this airport. He sees planes and stuff out there and automobiles from like the 1970s. What? And the airport looked totally different from, I mean, he's been there like a million times flying his plane. And he's like, and he starts circling. Because he's waiting for them to respond, yes, land at this runway, whatever. He's trying to get their attention by wagging his wings, stuff like that. And all of a sudden, there's another bright flash. And then all of a sudden, airport's back to normal the way it normally looks. What? Yeah. They, they think that he literally, the, the, the lightning bolt, some kind of chain reaction. Obviously, they don't know for sure, obviously, yeah. that there's no proof of it. But this guy could have actually potentially like broke through a wormhole, went through time, and then came right back out, back into his normal time. See, this, I, w- I would love... Oh, and by the way, the radio was functioning because when it came back through, they were answering him. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. That's crazy. And there were people in the tower who stated they saw the flash. That was what got their attention and then saw his plane. That, I mean... Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I, I'm legit speechless on that. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy, man, some of the things out there. But that's another reason why they think that also a another possible way in order to get to a alternate dimension would actually be going through a wormhole. That, that basically that that's how it would work. So how people have thought about traveling through space using a wormhole because mm-hmm. it's supposed to bend time and space into yeah. like an arc, right? So you come through – it's like taking a piece of paper, folding it over in half, and punching a hole through. Mm-hmm. And that's how you wind up at this further distance in short time and all that. Um, but with that being said, they think that creating a wormhole may not actually take you to their part of the galaxy or the known universe. 
um, or it may take you through into another dimension. Um, because like in the thought process of possible multiple universes that they were saying that every single choice that every individual is making on the planet, you know, like in, in nanoseconds is creating another universe somewhere. It's heavy thought. It is heavy thought. Yeah. I mean, it's on the level of Stephen Hawking, who mm -hmm. uh, actually <laughs> came up with a theory um, who proposed the existence of a non-stellar black hole. And it's n numerous tiny primordial black holes. Mm -hmm. Wherever. <laughs> Basically. <Yeah. laughs> it's... Uh, it's pretty insane, and it, it's possible, and I mean... Well, one of the ways that they thought about trying to find out if whether or not, like, going through a black hole, would it bring you to another dimension or another part of the universe, whatever, one of the theories they came up with to possibly test this is to actually take nanotechnology, mm -hmm. because it would be small enough to be able to survive the... Compression. Compression. Yeah. And be able to shoot one into there that can collect data and everything to hopefully be able to read back. But what if it's a one-way trip? That's the whole point. They don't know until they attempt it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... And they thought about passing all this information on with our DNA and everything, too, when they fire it to the other side. I mean... I think that's dumb. I, I, I think it's dumb to put put our DNA in. Like, if you put our genetic material out there, like, they're, they've already, like, proven because uh, mm -hmm. anybody that's done 23andMe, um, buyer beware, because your genetic material was sold to... Uh, Enemies of ours. Yeah. Um, literally yeah, enemies of ours. They can figure out exactly how to wipe you out specifically. Exactly, yes. And uh, they're pretty PO'd at us right now. But um, <laughs> look that up on your own. Yep. But um, if we send our genetic material, same thing. Like, what if, like, there's this uh, carnivorous species of aliens that want to uh, find more food because they've eaten all the food in their galaxy? Yeah. And uh, it's like, oh, look, we just hopped through this wormhole here and uh, lunch. Yeah. You know, once again, we're relying on scientists, for lack of a better term, on our planet, that every answer that they're giving you on everything is only what they know in the observable universe. And theoretical at some point. Exactly. It's theoretical, and it's it's only what they know of in using our physics and everything else of our knowledge that we have learned from day one till now in our known and observable universe. But every theoretical physicist will tell you that not everything's going to be the same the further out in space you go, and even through different times and dimensions, not everything's going to be the same. And if there is a dimension, And there could shift. be a lot of potential threats. A lot. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. it's more – see, this is like – it sounds very xenophobic, but the mindset is more of a military mindset for those who are not familiar with it because yeah. there, there's a threat assessment that goes on when you consider ex exploration. That's why, like, the yeah. Starship Enterprise always had weapons because, you know what, you might meet your friendly neighbor, but you also might meet the neighborhood a-hole. Well, it, it's you like know? a prime example. Look at the guy who discovered that island with all the, like, you know, the, na the natives that were there. Yeah, that wound up being cannibals, and they ate him. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to be aware because in some cultures, like, um, like, like an American going to a, uh Arabic culture uh, yeah. where you have to wear a hijab and all that if you're female – it's very offensive, and they literally stoned women to death for not wearing. Oh, over in Persian Gulf, we you know everywhere we went, we could not sit with our like you know like how typically a guy will 
like sit with his leg crossed where his like uh his like knee comes up it's like a 45 degree angle yeah. and hanging out you know i don't mean like crisscross like a yeah. woman does typically but over their knee right mm-hmm. you can't do that there because showing the soles of the bottom of your shoe is a major like yeah uh, it's an offensive thing you just cannot show the bottom of your soles or your shoes to anybody all right uh if you're visiting in their home you cannot sit on their appliances. Like out, like if you're carrying, like you and I could be carrying on a conversation in my laundry room, right? Mm-hmm. I'm throwing stuff in the washer. You and I are talking. You hop up on the dryer. You're sitting on the dryer while we're shooting the breeze. And yeah, so I stay eye to eye with you. Yeah, you can't <laughs> do that over there. Yeah, oh, wow. Major no-no. You can't sit on the counters. So, I mean, None it, of that type of stuff. It, it could be a situation where it's just a simple misunderstanding and you have – Yeah. You could have said hello – when they're supposed to say hello first, and then they yeah. want to kill you. Or possibly even in their language, hello may sound like a very derogatory term over there. Yeah. You don't know. You may, Yeah. Now, see, and that's where the threat assessment and kind of the, like, uh, you don't always want to know. Like, sending our DNA to somebody, you like, sending a nanite or a nanoprobe somewhere could be their version of spying. And they think you're a hostile enemy from far beyond well, when we're just curious. And here's the point that can be made to prove all of this. We live on a planet together that we all know that we need to get along to survive and make this planet work. Or we're doomed. Period. And we don't even do and it. we can't do it. We can't do it. So what makes you think in an infinite galaxy that everything else out there is going to think like you do? No. Nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, it it is a... Uh, it's not a xenophobic view. It's a more open-minded view. Yeah, you so, just got to be careful. It's yeah. just about being careful yeah. is all it is. I mean when um, early explorers, even Native American explorers, and even <clears throat> way back to the beginning of the time, you didn't go explore a new country without being armed, whether it be a spear, a bow and arrow, or you know, yeah, whatever the time called for that you had for weapons at that time. Yeah. yeah. I mean you did not go – hell, even now. Like That's why like in the state of Florida, like you can go fishing – and you can open carry whatever the hell you want, even a machete, which I didn't realize, and that's why I didn't get in trouble for that. Because, like, in a new area or when there's a known potential threat, like an alligator, alligator. <laughs> <laughs> in an area, um, yeah. you can be able to defend yourself and survive. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that, you know, the alligator's doing anything wrong or you're doing anything wrong. It's just that the alligator's just hungry survival. and you look like food. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, there was like a, what, an 80 year old woman here in Florida that just got killed recently by an alligator. Really? Yeah, it grabbed her, pulled her down the water, uh, oh. at, at the side of the lake. People were trying to, you know, rescue her, but they said it seemed like the gator was actually, like, blocking them from her. Like, it was like, this is my food, you can't take it. I and, mean, yeah, it wound up unfortunately killing her. Yeah, that's really sad, but I mean, it, it's it happens. A circle of life. Happens yeah. Every, yeah, it happens every year here. I remember when I, uh, first moved to where I'm at, I heard about an alligator in the, uh, pond they call it a lake but it's a pond have you ever noticed that a lot of our older retirement neighborhoods always have lakes why why i don't know it, i like, never I, I get the waterfront property concept but like yeah are you trying to like they're, they're trying to get burn? rid of them yeah they're trying to turn to burn they're trying to do it like a uh, a server does exactly at they're a like, restaurant trying right. to get rid of you get your food get you out and drop that 15 footer in there we can get rid of you know george and martha you know we'll, we'll bring more people in and make more money and keep the flow coming because they got to pay this first month and last month and security and all that so it's whopping amounts of money they keep making at the time that's why they're bringing alligators in old folks areas <laughs> they're making money off of it it's all for profit it's a revelation all right we found well, it, figured it out yep
All right. Yeah, we went off topic, but who cares? Who cares? Who cares? We it's do our it all show. The time. We do what we want. We do what we want. Mm-hmm. Anyways, folks, um, have a great weekend. Uh, please enjoy yourselves, and um, we will catch you on the flip side. And uh, beware of uh, alligators at old folks' homes. And drink responsibly. Roger that. Good night. Get in there.